Hello, and welcome to our Lighthouse podcast. We hope that this message brings inspiration and intent to your day. Well, Merry Christmas. Everyone say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's officially December. I'm a big Christmas elf. If you don't know that already, there you go. I love Christmas. The decorations. This was me with Ivana. Where is she? Ivana is amazing. She helped make this happen. And uh, I love, yes, I love having Christmas through our building and we're into December, even though we launched last week. This is the first week of December, so we're really into it. Why don't you just do a check-in with the person next to you or around you and just Check in how their Christmas preparations are going. So just say, how's your Christmas preparation? This could be a bit of a, you know, maybe some mentoring happening out there. All right, who out there has already finished their Christmas shopping? Done and dusted, all good. Hands up, I want to know, who is the real Christmas elves out there? Talia Hammond, well done. Anyone else? Well done. I know Elise Hellier I was talking with this week. She finished in October and the presents are wrapped and under the tree. I think that needs an applause, Elise. Well done there. How about, are you, hand up if you're like, you know, 50 to 60% of the way there, going all right there. Yeah, that's probably me. Yeah, who's just wait until Christmas week and just loves the pressure of the Christmas week shop? Yes. I, I, saw, I wish I was like that. I get a bit too stressed, but I love the vibe of the Christmas shopping, uh, you know, that week before. Um, but can I admit something to you? I actually, this is safe to leave telling me, I actually hate shopping in Wollongong. I'm sorry. I'm going to say this a little bit quietly, but I hate Wollongong Mall. Does anyone work for them? I hope not. But I just, I hate shopping in Wollongong. I come from, I'm going to say this again even quieter because everyone judges me for this, but I come from the Sutherland Shire. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not doing the like, I'm a Shire girl because I know that in Wollongong that doesn't go down very well. But I, I love Wollongong. So just, I come from the Southern Shire, but I love Wollongong. I love the beaches. I love the people. I love our community. I love our church. Just don't like your shopping centre. I'm sorry. It, it's, yeah. If you've been to the Southern Shire, we have an amazing Westfield Miranda there. Um, or, yeah, I think it's Westfield Miranda. It used to be called Miranda Fair back in the day. And uh, that's just, I just have to go there. I have to go back up there because it's ingrained in my teenage memory of like, all the times I've been shopping and hanging out with my friends, I know where every single shop is, I know where to go. Uh, I, I just, I can't do Wollongong Mall though, it's so confusing. Does anyone agree with me that it's a confusing place? A few people? Okay, well that's good. But one thing that I do like about um, the Wollongong Mall is it has these digital, you know, these, they help you navigate. Have you seen these things here? You are here, you know, this isn't Wollongong Mall one. But um, these maps are very handy in the shops when you need to get somewhere and you have no idea where to go because they help you navigate from where you are uh, through to where you want to be. Uh, and today I thought at the very beginning of Christmas, it's a great time just to stop and to think, where are we at the moment? You are here. Where are you in your faith journey at this time of the year before Christmas? And we're going to have a talk about it a little bit as we go. And hopefully by the end, you'll be able to navigate where you are in order that we can move forward on our, our Christmas journey together. Is that good? 
So we're going to do a few things this morning. We're going to read the story of the wise men because they went on a big journey, didn't they? The wise men. It's a story that we know. It's a very famous Christmas story. We know it well. But we're going to discover some different things about the wise men today. And uh, as we go, we're going to ask a few questions to help us just reflect on our faith and where we're at in this season. And I'm going to pray for us at the end because I know that this is all empty words unless the Holy Spirit is in it and helps us move forward today. So I'll just pray for us and then we are going to get into it. So God, I thank you for this Christmas season. I love the chances to stop and to reflect on the good news it was of Jesus' birth. And so God, as we start this message this morning, I just pray it is your words, not my own today. I pray that your Holy Spirit is uh, touching people, is allowing them to hear your voice and allowing them to know where they are in order to move forward in their faith this morning. We thank you for the chance to be together, to be in community and to, uh, to move forward in this journey together. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, well, last week, Andy started our Christmas series, The Difference Jesus Makes, with an amazing rap. Did anyone hear it last week? If you missed it, you should listen to the podcast. It's Bushby even got it on there. It was a great rap of the genealogy of Jesus. And Andy helped us understand in that genealogy that actually it's not about the family line or who was in the family line of Jesus, but it was about the content of their character. I love that, the content of their character. And today we're going to look at the content of the character of the wise men and understand what that means to help us move forward. So let's read the story of the wise men. We find it in Matthew. If you have your devices or your Bibles, it'll come up on the screen. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 12. So Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King David, about about that time, some wise men from eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the leading priests and the teachers of religious law and asked, where is this Messiah supposed to be born? In Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and he learned from them the time when the, when the star first appeared. He told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child, and when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. After this interview, the wise men went on their way. And the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was born. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and they saw the child with his mother Mary and they bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And when it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. There we go, the famous story of the wise men. We're going to go backwards first. We're going to learn a bit about these wise men and the context of where they came from and what it means for us to move forward in our faith journey. So why were these men such a significant part of the story? We all know them, don't we? We know the, the uh, nativity scene very well. Uh, yours might look a little bit different. I think I might have put a few up there. We've got, you know, the ones that our kids might make. There's the wise men. Or you might have a traditional one like this back home as well. 
Uh, there's another one coming. Yeah, there we go. This was looked like the one that I used to have. So the wise men, we see them often. We know their story, but why were they so important? They have three things I believe that they can teach us today in order to help us move forward. Three things about their character that God decided that these men were so important. He put them in the story for us to learn and help us move forward in our faith. So the first thing that they were, were these men were curious. Everyone say curious. Good, keeping awake. So they were curious. Curiosity is such an excellent characteristic, isn't it? I love it. I love it because it means that you are not just, uh, you're not content in who you are or where you are or what you're doing. It means that you're looking for more, that you're searching, that you want to know something different. You know, children, they sort of start at the age of two and they're asking the questions all the time. Why, why, why? It gets a little bit annoying. But uh, I've got a four-year-old now and his questions make me think a little bit more. He's asking questions like, uh, what's in water and why does the sun rise and things like that that actually make me stop and have to think a little bit. I have to sometimes research them or check. And then our 10-year-old, Micaiah, he's got some great questions about his faith at the moment. And um, we know I'll give my best answer and I'll think about our research, but we always know we go to Andy because he knows the Bible really, really well. And so we always double check with dad before we get back to it. So we have this curiosity that forms in us and it's such an excellent quality. And these wise men, they had curiosity. It says we know in this story, it tells us that they came from the east so they were not actually part of the Jewish culture. They weren't part of that genealogy of Jesus. They came from the east. They came from afar. Actually, the, the wise men, the magi, they were actually from Middle Eastern lands. So they were, um, this word magi means that they were actually trusted advisors to kings. They were wise men because they were really good. It says here at mathematical calculations, astronomy, medicine, astrology, alchemy, dream interpretations. uh, And they were also practitioners of magic and the paranormal arts. So these guys, they didn't have a spiritual faith in God, but they were curious. They had an understanding that there was something out there. They were curious enough to move from the east to go on a long journey, which we'll talk about in a little bit, to go on a long journey to find the king of the Jews. These men, they were curious in their faith. We actually first hear about the Magi right back in uh, 604 BC, so before Christ, before Jesus was born. We actually hear about them in the story of King Nebuchadnezzar. Does anyone know King Nebuchadnezzar from maybe Kids Church? If you don't, he was back in, he was a Babylonian king and he was having dreams that he could not interpret and he called for the wise men at the time, the Magi, to come and interpret his dream. But these wise men, they couldn't. They didn't have the understanding. They thought it was impossible to be able to predict what this dream was. And so Daniel came. And you can read about this if you want to go back in Daniel chapter 2. Daniel came and his God was able to help interpret the dream of King Nebuchadnezzar. And it's thought that from that time, 604 BC, that these magi were so interested, so curious about this God of Daniel that it was probably passed down from time to time. And so these wise men who also had this curiosity in the stars and uh, magic and all these things, but also had this understanding of prophecies of this, this God of the Jew, Jewish people, that that had taken them on a journey to see the King of the Jews in the Messiah that was born. There was a curiosity there didn't just stay in questions though. This curiosity led them forward. It navigated them forward. And so today I wonder, are you curious? 
What are you curious about? Let's not just stay stagnant in our faith or what we believe. Curiosity is such a great quality. Let's keep asking questions about our God and what it means for us today. You know, you don't have to have it all together in order for God to, to, to use you. Today, actually, God is in the movement, and that's what I hope we see in this story. We see God in the movement of curiosity. We see him use these wise men, and they were the first ones, one of the first people to be able to bow down and worship the king. What a great quality is curiosity. The second thing we see in these wise men, first it was curious, then we see them searching. They didn't just stay in that curiosity. We see these wise men go searching. You know, many uh, Bible scholars believe that they came from Persia around the Babylonian area. And so that means they had to travel hundreds of miles in order to find this king. When we see those nativity scenes, it looks like they've just gone for it. They've probably just, you know, arrived there, given their gifts, and it's a beautiful story. Uh, but actually, these men had had to travel hundreds of miles, and these men were advisors to kings, so they were pretty high up. They were carrying expensive gifts. So it wouldn't have just been three men. We probably think three men because there was three gifts, but they were probably traveling with a big entourage of people. They had to travel hundreds of miles. They were on camels. This wasn't an easy journey for them. But they moved from their curiosity and they went searching. They went searching for that king. They were searching so much that they ended up in, in, in King Herod in his, uh, in his region. And actually king, the king of the land summoned them because they knew that they were asking questions. These, uh, it says in there, where the, the men were asking questions, where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star as it rose and we have come to worship him. See, the Jews, the teachers of that time, they missed it. They were looking for a king. They were looking for a Messiah that was going to save their people. But these men, they were curious enough. They knew the prophecies, the old prophecies. They saw a star. They were open to what God was doing. They went searching for the answers. So much so that they got to be in the king's court. They were summoned to the king's court. They got to understand about it. And they moved and were the first ones at the birth of Jesus. Are you searching today? Are you searching for answers? It's brave to be searching it's brave to go beyond what is known. It is brave to be thinking about things differently, to rethink parts of your faith that just don't seem like they make sense anymore. It is brave to go move in, to be in movement, isn't it, in your faith, not just to stand still. God uses us in the searching. So what today is your next best step forward? Let's not just be Christians that are just staying where we are. Let's take a movement forward in our faith. I love the deep dive. I haven't been able to get there yet, but I know that it is a place where searching and curiosity happens. And if you are newish to your faith or you know someone who is searching and curious, this is such a great space to come to, to ask really good questions, to find out answers, to discuss together, to research. Come along to deep dive if you're curious and searching. Join a connect group where there's people that can come around you and help you search together. Join a team where you're in community, where you can be searching uh, and, and be part of what God's kingdom looks like worked out. Don't just stay in your faith. Let's have God in the movement. So there was curiosity, they were searching, and the third quality that these men had was that they were open. They were open to the Holy Spirit, weren't they? These men were open to who the Messiah could be. 
I love it. It says, when they saw the child, they were overcome with joy and bowed down and worshipped him. They didn't miss it. Imagine like they got there. They've done this huge journey. They got to the king and it's a, it's a child. They could have just been like, what? I don't think so. Let's go keep looking. They, were, they knew. It says they knew they were overcome with joy and they bowed down and worshipped him. They didn't miss who this Messiah was at this Christmas story. They were prompted by the Holy Spirit. They were open to what God was doing. When others were missing it, weren't they, in that time, these men were open. It also says they were able to listen to God's voice because they knew that even in their dream that God was prompting them. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route, for God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. Herod was not a nice guy. You probably know how the story goes. But Herod wasn't trying to get these wise men to come back to him so that he could go and worship the king. No, he had bad intentions for this king. And if these wise men hadn't listened to this dream that God had told them, it could have ended up very different. But these wise men were prompted by God and they listened, they were open to the Holy Spirit, they didn't go back to Herod, and they were able to to keep walking in their faith, open to what God was doing. Are you open today? Are you open to the Holy Spirit? In this Christmas season, in this time of the year, at this end of the season, are you open to what God is doing? Because God is always looking to get our attention, isn't he? Don't miss what he is doing. Don't become just stagnant in our faith. Let's not just become complacent. Let's be open to how the Holy Spirit is moving and what God is doing in this season. I love being a Christian because I love that our God isn't just a faraway God that sits off there and just watches on. Or a God that died, you know, over 2,000 years ago and then we're just waiting until we get to heaven until we see him again. No, our God is with us. Our God is present. Our God is with us in every single moment. It doesn't matter how long you have been in your faith for or how new you are to your faith. Our God is active and he is present and he is with us. I love it. I, I, um, I've been researching the Holy Spirit and the Trinity in my, I'm doing my study at the moment. And um, this great quote came up that I just, it just, um, just made me so excited to have, be open to what the Holy Spirit is doing. You know, our God is active and present in the movement of the stars and the unfolding of love, just like he was for the wise men, the old unfolding of the stars. Our God is present in the restlessness of the human heart. Our God is present as we search for truth in the sciences. Our God is functioning in the work for justice and for harmony. Our God is demonstrating his love in creative skills. Our God is working in our quest for relationships and in our search in spirituality. Our God is present with us every single day day, are we open to what he's doing around us? So what does this story mean for us today? Be curious about God, be active in our faith, and be open to the Holy Spirit moving. This Christmas, other people are on a journey too, aren't they? People all around us, this message isn't just for us today, but people all around us are also on a journey And as we move forward in our faith, as we don't just stay stagnant or complacent, as we move forward, we get to bring other people on that journey with us. We get to help them navigate this Christmas. I think that people at Christmas time, or I don't know, seems to be people that I'm talking to at the moment, we're trying to fill ourselves again, aren't we? I think after two years, it's like I talk to people, how are you going? Oh, so busy every night this week, you know, busy 
we're filling ourselves again with busyness, with relationships, with people, with things like trying to get the most stuff for Christmas. We're filling ourselves with promotions and our achievements or maybe our kids' achievements and we're trying to show to the world all that we're up to because actually we're missing something inside. If we come back to what Christmas is about, we come back to what Jesus was all about Jesus is that good news. You know, the gospel story, gospel means good news. And I think about that, Matt, that like you are here. You know, we get to help people. We get to navigate them. We get to give them the directions. We get to help them move forward in who they are. As they watch us, we get to bring them with us on our way. We have the answer to what our world is looking for when we move forward and we guide people in the next step of faith. Thank you for listening. Please connect with us at adifferentlight.com.au or join us at one of our Sunday gatherings.